Good morning. How are you doing today, Lisa? I'm doing so well, Arrow. Thank you for having me. I want to thank you for this book because, the, you know what, from now on, anytime I see you or anything like that, I know that I'm not going to be the only one, but we're going to call you the warrior. And and the reason why is you not only are you living up to your name, but but everything that you have done with 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 uh, sports is that you've helped open the door for what is happening today. And people need to know about the warrior. Thank you. And you know the reason. And people ask me about the name of the book, which is of course called Warrior: My Path to Being Brave. And you know I wanted people to know that my last name Guerrero Guerrero means warrior in Spanish. And before my mother died, she was 29 when she died of lymphoma and I was eight years old. Right before she passed away, she pulled me aside and said, Lisita, never forget that your last name is Guerrero and Guerrero means warrior. You were born to fight. But I didn't know what that meant at eight years old, of course. You know, and I was a shy, quiet kid. And it wasn't until decades later that I realized what a gift my name is, this heritage this concept, a notion of being a warrior. How, how are we warriors in our everyday life? People see me chasing bad guys on Inside Edition, but it took decades of work to get me to the place where I could do that. Would you call that your power word then? I mean, do you use that? I mean, to sit down with Barry Bonds, the, the man that we all labeled the superhero of all time in that generation, and then you ask him the one question that everybody else wanted to do, but you got there first. You know, I thank you for for mentioning that. Early on in my career, I made a name for myself getting these tough athletes to sit down with me for these really emotional uh, sit-down interviews. And Barry Bonds was the first big interview I got back then. And, um, you know, I asked him if he had done steroids. But I had an entire conversation with him leading up to that moment where we talked about his childhood, his trauma, having an alcoholic father and seeing his father be demeaned in the papers as he was learning how to read when he was little. He saw his dad was being marginalized by the press, so of course he hates the press. So I got to know him a little bit and then then I asked him if he had done steroids. So I was the first person on camera to do that and of course he denied it at the time, but he also revealed that he was, you know, using creatine and and he, you know, said a lot of newsworthy things during that interview. Um, so yeah, I, I was I had really made my name as a tough reporter back then. Isn't that because you've mastered the art of conversation? I mean, anybody can interview, but you have conversations. I do, and further, I lead with empathy. I try to always look at the person across from me that is a victim or survivor of trauma, and even the athletes that I that I ended up interviewing. I looked at them as human beings first. Mm-hmm and try to empathize with them. Now, that doesn't mean you always agree with everything they've done. But if you have empathy towards your subject, you're going to have a much deeper discussion. Man, you bring that, that. That is such an interesting point because, I mean, sitting down and having conversations, even with, with local sports heroes and stuff, that, that everybody has a little hidden secret that, that because they use that as the motivator. And, and, the, and even broadcasters go through the same thing. We all have something that makes us who we are. And you put it in a book. What was it like to look at yourself in the mirror and then write the story that we now hold? It was painful. Oh, boy. You know, uh, the book started as uh, a bunch of essays about, oh, how fun. Look at, you know, Mm -hmm. what's behind the scenes on Monday Night Football or me being an actress. And it was kind of just like a fun series of essays. But as I started to look back at my old journals and started to look at my old VHS tapes and beta tapes, I realized how much trauma I had endured, how much misogyny, how much criticism, 
the slut shaming, we call it slut shaming now, back then there wasn't that word for it, but that's what it was. And a lot of the verbal abuse and sexual mm-hmm. you know, harassment I endured, I decided to write the real book instead. And see, I wrote about what really happened to me. And, and that's the book that you read today. See, in Warrior, My Path to Being Brave is Real. That's why this book is so important because I, because I'm an instructor for broadcasting. They all think that that everybody is just handed the keys, and and that that is not true. That there 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 is such a struggle and such a journey, and and this book is is a book of honesty where their people are going to say, okay, 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 I know what I need to do. Yeah, and I I hope your journalism students read this, and I want every young person considering a career in journalism or media or sports to read this book because I don't want them to make some of the same mistakes I made. Right. Really, my book is a cautionary tale in many ways. It's not, hey, look at my fabulous life. I made no mistakes. Oh, I made plenty of mistakes, and I write about them so that young people won't make those same mistakes that I did. So now, did, did, when you were making the mistakes, because we've, we've been there, but, but do you see it as a mistake? or did? Because or, my go-to line is, they knew what I was when they picked me up. I'm mm-hmm. an artist. I, I am going to take chances because that's what we do. Yeah, and I think, you know, there, it, there was two things. Number one, I was I was working in an industry, especially starting in the 90s, where it was just full of misogyny and mm-hmm. and abuse. And I jumped into that that business, eyes wide open, but I had no idea what was, what was about to happen to me. Um, and so I did make some mistakes, but really I was set up for failure in many ways. And it was, a, the book is about how I kind of overcame the systematic, um, you know, sexism and yep. abuse that 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 is part of that business, and how I endured that, and how I almost lost my life because of that. You know, I had a miscarriage on Monday Night Football yeah, because yeah. of that abuse, and so I wanted people to know what really happened to me. I wanted people to see the consequences of bullying and abuse; that it can be tragic. I can't imagine where your retreating place was, your safe zone or your safe room, because, I mean, what you go through in this book, I don't know how you were able to stay within those four walls. Well, you know, I really discovered writing. I, you know, had therapy during that dark time. I reached out to my dad and started telling him what was really going on in my life. Um, and I, I turned to art. I do mosaic yep. art where I smash glass and ceramics. <laughs> and that's really helpful, too. So, you know, the main thing is if you are enduring something, if you're going through a challenge as many people that are listening right now are going through, you need to reach out to people and talk about it. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't cover it up. Be bold, be brave, be honest, and be open. Oh, my God. I love your heart. Please come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you, Lisa. Thank you so much, Arrow. What a pleasure to talk to you. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? Okay, you too.